the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. I tell you what, man, it is a wild yet wonderful day. I love it. Smash it with you here. It's WBGZ Radio, 107.1 FM, the Big Z. I'm so looking forward. I've been talking about it. I'll be talking about it more as we uh, get closer to the date, but not this Friday, but next Friday, September 25th, the show goes live, first live show, out into the community and Smash Daily. WBGZ, we've been broadcasting live from St. Charles Convention Center because they got the big home and remodeling show going on. Two floors. This is big. I don't know if you've ever been to this before, but it's big. And you can find everything you need as far as remodeling tips are concerned, remodeling services are concerned, products, all that kind of stuff. You got all the pros there. They can give you all kinds of hints as to how to get your project done, show you. Maybe come on out and help you with the project, whatever you decide to do, but come on out and check it out. And, you know, they got all kinds of winnings and things that you can have. It's free parking, free admission. And on the 25th Friday, because it goes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 25, 26, 27, on the 25th, on that Friday, going to be live. Smash daily. Looking forward to it. Always loved going, doing live gigs because, you know, you get crowd participation. You got crowd games, and then you got guests. You got surprises. It's just a magnificent thing. So great part about it is not only getting to do the show live, getting to be with WBGZ over there, being with you over there, but also it is the home and remodeling show. It's St. Charles Convention Center. It's a magnificent place, a magnificent event. So put that on your agenda of things to be getting ready for. Friday, the 25th, Smash Daily in St. Charles. Let's go ahead and open it up for young Susan Singer. And she's going to give us some of that Tech Talk Tuesday. Get us through understanding some of this computer-esque type stuff, website type stuff. Because ReachDigitalManagement.com, that's her company. That's what they do. They help all kinds of people, whether it be professionally or whether it be personally, as far as the social media is concerned, as far as you know, building websites are concerned, Susan knows how to do all those kind of things. You can see that at reachdigitalmanagement.com.
tell you what, the kids are cute. I love the kids. But sometimes I can't understand their singing, you know, because they're all singing in unison and everything like that. And they're all singing. And then, you know, it's kind of, you know, like at Christmas time, the kids' Mormon Tabernacle Choir, the kids' division, they'd be singing. And they're all singing together. You can't understand them. Susan Singer, did you understand what the children sang about your situation right there? I did. We got a bad connection, baby. I, t- I tell you what, I'm going to call you on your house phone, all right? All right, sounds good. Oh, now, you. now I got you now. Where were you before? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to call you on the other. I, I was I'm gonna standing call you on the other. somewhere that the uh, space couldn't reach me. Ah, okay. How's that? I'm going to call you on the other line. All okay, right? Okay. Hold good. on there, baby. Okay, boom, you got that right there. Hey, that's the way you do it. It's live radio, you know? Can't be afraid. Smash School of Broadcasting, Lesson 408-9. As opposed to 608-9, two different low sh- Never be afraid. I don't want to say a failure. Because really, failure is another kind of lesson, you know. I guess I better call her. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. All right, so let's go right here. And we go. One. Dewey, dewey, dewey. Dewey, deep, deep. Doop, deep, deep, deep. See if I did that right. I tell you, the president's a wacky dude, man. That's all I got to say. It's crazy. Are you there? Susan? Uh, I'm calling for Susan. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Smash School of Broadcasting Lesson 808-9. Try to avoid fat finger in the phone, all right? Because my fingers are too big for these little tiny squares. So I'm going to try it again here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. All right. I ain't worried about it. Okay. Doink, dink, doink, donk, doink, dink, dink, doish, 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 dish. All right, let's see if this is Susan. See if this is Susan. Hello? All right, I guess it's not Susan. All right, sorry to bother you. Bye. Now, oftentimes, you got, you know, talk show hosts, boss jocks, whatever you want to call them. Y'all get embarrassed about this. Ain't nothing embarrassing about this because it's happening to people all the time. Just happens to me on, uh, on the airways. Who gives the rat's rear end? Broadcasting, that's what I call it. Because I don't. Hold on, I'm going to call her back on her cell phone. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. One. Okay, let's see what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. All right. Hey, are you there? All right, I guess I don't have your home phone. I was dialing, I was talking with another guy, very, very fine gentleman, I'm sure. 
But, uh, yeah, it's probably your old phone number. I'll get you a new one later, but hold on. We'll make this happen. All right. Because there's a lot of technology got to be dealt with right here. That's what we call it. Tech Talk Tuesday. Susan Singer's got it covered. Now, what you just experienced right there, if that would have happened for Billy Crystal in that uh, show about uh, Sleepless in Seattle, People will herald him as one of the comedic geniuses of all time. Me, I'm just a schmuck who missed up on the phone line there and dialed her old number and wound up talking to a guy who, in reality, sounded like the Unabomber. But that's just me speaking out loud, thinking if indeed the Unabomber would have talked with people, which would probably kept him from becoming the Unabomber, then he would have sounded like that dude right there. You there, Susu? Can you hear me now? I think I do. And there you are. Okay. Okay. Sorry Hi, about that, you? folks. That's all right. That's all right. Here we are. Hey, all uh, right. That was your old phone number? You know who has your old phone number? The Unabomber, the apparently. Unabomber, exactly right. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> I was waiting for a mailbox to go up. But, uh, okay, so let's go ahead with Tech <laughs> Talk Tuesday. What are we starting out with there, kid? Well, I wanted to ask you if you were ready for the fall. The fall of what, ma'am? The fall of this empire known as the United States of America? No, I'm not prepared for that fall. You stole it. Oh, what? Okay. (laughs) I stole your line. I'm sorry. All right. The collapse of civilization. Somebody asked me that the other day, and that was the first thing I thought of. Exactly right. Exactly. I am ready for uh, for that fall. And the reason I'm ready is because I know my time is limited on this earth. So I get to see it all, the good, the bad, and the who gives a rat's rear end. So it's a magnificent uh, time in world history as far as I am concerned. But go ahead and start us out with something that will be, shall we say, enlightening and yet at the same time stimulating the listener to get on his her computer and do something with their lives. I'm having a smash special. So for $20 for an hour of my time to discuss what your dear listeners would like to do at their convenience regarding social media, websites, graphics, that type of thing. And then I can help you get started with what you have and we can figure it out. My phone number is Mm 443-786-2022 or go to my website, Reach Digital Management. Com. There you go, kid. Hey, yeah, I tell you what, for 20 bucks, you'll help analyze people's situations and then help them out of it. Uh, to start at only 20 bucks, that's magnificent. Nice deal there, kid. Salute. I think so. I, I like helping so. people. So, so. you yes, know, you they do. think, oh my gosh, I'm going to call this woman and she's going to charge me $1,000. That's not even true. <laughs> no, that's not uh, Susan. Susan likes to help people. She does like, she, hey, I tell you, I don't know how many times she has taken care of me. In my financial woes and still got me through with my computer needs and everything. So that's a good deal. Once again, reachdigitalmanagement.com. Check in with Susan Singer over there and get that deal, man. It's only 20 bucks. Come on. That's easy to do. How do people pay that, by the way? I can get, get PayPal. They can have a carrier pigeon drop a $20 bill on nice. my head. Yeah. We can could do pay uh, a check. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you guys have, I have it. I think I, I'll take your money. <laughs> yeah, I still have. Um, I still have the check taped to the back of the turtle. It's on its way. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So, so today's subject. <laughs> yes. Because 
it's kind of appropriate. So we're going to talk about clicking around. And um, it's been widely reported that Russia, China, and Iran have been messing in the digital media on Mm -hmm. both sides of the aisle, trying to make you get into whatever it is they're trying to serve up. And don't do it. Don't just don't even click on anything. Yeah. If it, it, they're they're trying to get into your emotions and make you click on it. So uh, make sure you're finding your own trusted source yeah. outside of social media. Yeah. And I always recommend, and I go to Snopes.com because Snopes. you may have a burning Snopes. Snopes. S as in Sam. N O P E S. Dot com. And they've been around since 1994. So huh. if you have a burning desire to yeah. share something, check on that first. Oh, really? Let me tell you what happened to me uh, a couple nights ago. You ready? So I'm yeah. uh, I'm researching uh, one of the charities that's coming up. And so I mm-hmm. look at their Facebook page. So I go down two or three or four, and it has some detail to it. So I thought, all right, I'll click on it. I clicked on it. And this is, I'm serious business now. I clicked on it, and I'm swearing to you. The screen started flashing, and a siren started going off and said, do not turn this off. Do not turn this off. You could lose information and all that kind of stuff. Well, finally, I'm thinking, how am I going to get rid of the siren? The siren's going off. I work late at night. I got a siren going off. And so I finally, I did turn it off. Nothing happened. So I think maybe that was like maybe somebody trying to hack or virus. What, what was that? Absolutely. that, And that can be really, really scary. I think we've it all was. sort of experienced something like that. Yep. So the first thing you do is just shut your Internet off. Yep. And that's down at the bottom tray. And you can get in there and shut it right off or pull the plug on the computer, turn it off, do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. And you may need some professional help at that point. So. We'll talk offline about that with mm-hmm. with your computer. I don't want it going south on you. It's important. Yeah, it could could it possibly be because I did turn it off. I just totally shut it off, hit the button, and shut it off. And uh, my question is, could it hack me, not necessarily immediately, but maybe two or three or four or ten days later? Possibly. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Possibly. That's what I'm afraid yeah. of. All right. So make sure your antivirus is up to date. Well, yeah, I, I think it is. I think it is. Okay. Let me Let me ask a quick question. And I, I, all right, I hate to say it, yet at the same time, I'm proud of it. I'm still with AOL, all right, as far as my personal is concerned. Now, you can chuckle. I hear you back there. I understand what's going Antiques on. Antiques online. <laughs> Antiques online. Thank you. <laughs> and, and and so, I'm. you know, I mean, I'm still with it and i hate to lose because i got everything on on aol as far as my personal stuff is concerned now i don't make me a bad person or shall we say antiquated although you're joking on me over here about antiques online just because i i got aol i mean i'm relatively up to date aren't i if you're happy with them sure oh, yeah aol's trying to keep up that's for sure but they were one of the first first ones out there yeah so i like to tease you about it yeah you do you 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 actually do well what else have we <laughs> young lady yes you do Okay, so about all of that clicking around and what happened to you, the social media platforms are trying really hard to keep that from happening. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you'll post something. I had a client complaining to me yesterday because they posted something that was really benign, and it was something about their father's birthday, and Facebook flagged it as a bad post, and it needed to be taken down. Hmm. And usually that's a bot doing that. So it's, it's a thing in their system that's not a human that it just does the best it can and they're pretty smart but sometimes they mess it up so uh-huh. so we have to watch out for ourselves for sure so if you're clicking around you're clicking on those things there's lots of 
nefarious posts out there yeah. that when that open you up to illegal harvesting of your personal information also mm-hmm. so they they like to mine your data so yeah. when you click on that link and it may be something really simple and cute that makes everybody feel good to remember that says, do you remember this? And there's a photo of an outhouse or a record. <laughs> right. Or a record, <laughs> and you, you, yeah. Right. And, and it's cute and all, but don't share them and don't say, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. And um, so be, be real careful. And actually, I recommend setting up a dummy email for all your social media accounts. Oh, that's a good idea. Like, like yeah. I, I have one, and I never, ever... Is that, is, that why, is that why I, I'm slow to get to you? I'm going to your dummy account. You've somehow reached my dummy email? No, not at all. Okay. You're my, one of my top five favorite people on the planet. Right on, baby. And vice versa. <laughs> all right, so, so I have a, a, a fun fact. Go. Okay, so the control F. Let's say you have a list of items that you've made, say, electronics in your house or passwords, uh-huh. and you, you just don't want to look through the whole thing. If you do control F, a little window pops up and you like, type like Frank, in what you're looking like Frank, for. Frank? Control Frank? Yes. Okay. I yes. thought you said control S or Frank. F. Couldn't or tell. Maybe find. I got you. All right. Find would probably be it. Yes. <laughs> control find. So yes. if you can't remember what letter it was, find. What do I want to find? So so a box will pop up and you put it right in there and it, it can be on an external website or a word document on your computer. It's very huh. helpful. Yeah. I was looking at listings for a house recently and it was very wordy and I just wanted to know if they had a pool. So I did control F pool. It didn't. So I moved on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So control F is the, the fun fact. Um, okay, so if I week, go, if I go to control F tonight when I get home and I hit just by itself control F, this is going to come up on my screen? Yes. Really? Huh. I yes. never knew that. Let's say you have a whole desktop full of files and you can't lay your eyes on it. Yeah. Or, you you know, you get, give it a little bit of an experiment. It, it really is helpful. Really? Okay. So I ain't yeah. going to mess nothing up if I hit Control F by finding no. this on the screen. All right. You know me. I'm, I'm, I don't know nothing about this stuff, and I'm afraid of it, too. I know. I know yeah. you are. But you Apparently know what? I, you, I'm proud to say I'm what? on AOL. How about that, lady? I think you need a T-shirt to that effect. <laughs> there could so be some week, money in Smash, right on. I'd like to talk about business pages. Oh, that'd be good. Following, yeah, following other business pages, pages and how that can help you network on social media. Yeah. So that's it for um, Tech Talk Tuesday. That's I'm good. Susan Singer of Reach Digital Management, and I appreciate your time. Hey, I tell you what, I appreciate for those listening, the opportunity to team up with you at just 20 bucks for the first hour and find out what the situation is with their computers and then expand, grow, and enhance and, and beautify the quote-unquote mess that might be their computer lifestyle right now. That's at ReachDigitalManagement.com. I'll catch you next talk. What is it? Tech Talk Tuesday. Tech Talk Tuesday. Have fun at the convention center. That oh, sounds like good. a blast. That'll be good.
So this just out. A Chinese scientist, a Chinese doctor, is saying that the Chinese COVID-19 that we're all experiencing was actually created by man, by scientists, in a lab in Wuhan, China. Okay, I'll continue in a moment here. But Madam Brainiac, can you tell me what a virologist is? According to Royal College of Pathologists, Virologists are medical doctors that oversee the diagnosis, management, and prevention of infection. They're also scientists who may drive research on various aspects of viruses. Aha. I continue. So this Chinese virologist is now releasing a new, as they say, explosive report claiming that she backs up her story, her theory, that the covid was created in a lab in Wuhan and sent out to the world at large, courtesy of the Chinese government. So Dr. Li Meng Yan notes how the COVID itself shows biological characteristics that are, as they say, inconsistent with a naturally occurring zoonotic virus. Hold on. Madam Brainiac, sorry for the interruption, but... Uh, what is a zoonotic virus? This is an infectious disease that is transmitted between species from animals to humans. I know I'm going to sound pusillanimous here in a second, but yuck. So the doctor here calls widespread reports that the virus originated from a wet market in Wuhan. Nothing more than a smokescreen and a cover-up. By the way, Madam Brainiac, what is a wet market? A wet market is a marketplace selling fresh meat, fish, produce, and other perishable goods as distinguished from dry markets that sell durable goods. So it's like the pictures. It's just, you know, like meat out on the open counters in the middle of the street. Yuck. I repeat, yuck. We return to the subject at hand. She was talking about her findings during an interview with the British talk show Loose women. Okay, let's continue. Here is the good doctor. These are the truths. All it, the other things are covered up. Jan, where, where does it come from then? It comes from the lab. The lab in Wuhan. Oh, brother. The doctor, who had to flee to the U.S., went on to explain, this, this lady right here, the scientist, why she came forward despite pushback and threats from the Chinese government. I know that's the thing I have to do because I'm the doctor, I'm the scientist. I cannot say it happened. I know if I don't tell the truth to the world, I will be regretful and I will lose the capacity for myself to tell the truth in the future. So Doc wants to tell the truth. There you go. Now the question is, we're going to believe the doc? If you believe the doc, then you got to believe the president because he's been calling it the Chinese flu since the beginning. In fact, I sir smashed it in happy-go-lucky guy. I'm not a scientist, but I play one on the radio. I told my friends. They asked me, you know, what do you think of this when it first started up? I said, it sounds like Chinese germ warfare to me. Now, of course, Doc will be discredited. Of course, Doc will be heralded and everything in between. But I go with the scientists. Is everybody saying, hey, we got to believe the scientists? Okay, well, there's a scientist. I believe her. 
the opinion expressed does not necessarily reflect that of any other humanoid existing on the planet at this particular point in time, nor management here at WBGZ Radio, the big Z. But I better do. Tell myself that it won't take long till I'm free of Dig the smash. The Smash Daily Podcast. SmashDaily.com. You gotta be a football hero. To get along with the beautiful girls. You gotta be a touchdown. Get her you bet. If you wanna get a baby to bet. The fact that you are rich or handsome. Won't get you anything in girls. You gotta be Smash with it right here. Where's the money, Lebowski? What happened? Somewhere, let me take another look. The money's not down there. It's here on the Big Z as we bring back on the money. Be the designated caller at 465-1570 when you hear this sound. Hmm. And you'll have a chance to win. We'll pick a number between 0 and 1,071. If you guess the correct number, you win a cash jackpot. Guess wrong and the jackpot increases. After each incorrect guess, we'll tell you if the On The Money number is higher or lower than your guess, so be sure to listen and keep track. On The Money is brought to you on the Big Z by Daycom Digital Office Solutions, Thompson Flaherty CPAs, Tucker's Automotive Repair and Tire, Alton Little Theater, Geno's 140, and State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Irwin. You must be 18 or older to play, one winner per household please, but with this game, you can call as many times as you like. Tune in for On The Money and your chance to win cash on the Big Z, 107.1 FM and 1570 AM. Show me the money. You got to be a football hero to get along with the beautiful girl. So we go to Football Outsider. You there, Carl? I'm here. Did I win the money? No. no, no. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Which uh, like, because all the lines are flashing. I'm looking. I'm, is this the one that Carl's on? Okay. So, hey, uh, anyways, uh, football time. I want Carl to come on here because, you know, Carl, sides and Ram Man, is, uh, he's been known all the years and still known, uh, even on the Los Angeles side of the Rams, uh, and is in the Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame over there in Canton. In the fans division, because he was one of the unique and still is one of the unique fans as far as footballing is concerned, coming out of St. Louis right here. So Carl Sides, one of the outsiders with Smash Daily. Let's go to the first weekend in football based on your eye, your perception, your acknowledgement of what was going down in the game. What did you see this weekend? What do you think is going to lead to as far as the season is concerned? Well, the first thing I saw when when we were forced to watch New England and Miami in this local <laughs> region right. is Cam Newton still can't throw a football. <laughs> he won the game, though, but as from running. He, yeah, but he ran for his life, exactly and he right. did not throw more than 10 yards. Yeah, yeah. So they, they are never going to stretch the field. So uh-huh. the, way to beat, the way to beat the Patriots, rush the quarterback and yeah. contain the run. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's... That's it. That was uh, evident in that whole deal. But, you know, you're kind of like happy for Cam in a way. 
aren't you? Because I mean, he he didn't. I'm get glad picked. he's got a job. He, he didn't get picked to the last minute, but he got picked. You know, and plus he's with the yeah. with the the Patriots. And it was it was nice to see that it wasn't Jameis Winston's fault entirely because <laughs> Tom Brady had the same kind of effect that Jameis did in Tampa Bay. Yeah, when you have a bad offensive line. Yeah, right. you're going to be on the ground quite often and throwing yeah. interceptions. That was and my welcome concern to for Tampa him. Tom. Exactly, that was my concern <laughs> for him over there. Because it's one thing, you know, to be in New England. I know maybe you wanted to change the scenery and all that, but if those guys ain't there, to if those because he looks so healthy at forty three years of age, forty four, whatever he happens to be. But if those guys ain't there blocking for him and he's getting knocked down all the time, he's not the Tom Brady that won all those rings. Not the Tom Brady that went to all the playoff uh, victory games and all that kind of stuff. So. We'll see what that happens to be. And him and Gronk, they didn't te- team up for much more than one or two uh, passes, right? No, and, and Gronk was staying in blocking most of the time. And the thing that really screamed when you're watching the game was yeah. him. He, Tom and Mike Evans have no chemistry. Yeah, they have no timing. No, they're not. It's like they're strangers because mm-hmm. they could not connect at all. Mm-hmm. And. And you have to be you have to be one on one with your number one wide receiver, yeah. or you're doomed this yeah. season. Good point. Good Perfect point. example: Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Superman. Um, Green Bay came out firing with both barrels, and he looks just like a Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah. Um, four touchdowns, spread it around to every wide receiver. Yeah. They look like they can contend with Kansas City. Aha! Uh-huh. Really? That's that's a heavy statement there, my man. Yeah, and I I don't I don't make it lightly because I went into the season thinking that they were you know they benefited from an easy schedule last year, got yeah. all the way to the the, the division title game, mm-hmm. and didn't make it to the Super Bowl. This year, they're going to beat whoever they come up against. Really? You ta- are you talking about a near perfect season for Green Bay? I, I don't think it's going to be a perfect season, but I don't. I think it's going to be perfect. a one or two loss season if they keep huh. doing what they're doing now. Yeah. Now I'm not uh, remembering. Are, are they playing? The NFL is playing the full 16 games, or what, what's what's going on here? They're going to try. Yeah. Huh. But and then a playoff um, schedule and, after and that. To give them a little bit more credit than the baseball league. Yeah. Um. After week one, Troy Vincent, the players. Uh, the league office and yeah. player personnel person sent out a memo to every NFL team mm-hmm. telling them that they will be fined if they are not wearing their masks on the sidelines oh, after really? watching all the games. Because you wow. saw everybody on the sidelines, yeah. no one's wearing a mask. Yeah. So they got a, their, their warning letter came out on, t- on today yeah. saying that if you don't wear your mask next week, you will get a hefty fine. All right, but uh, what do you say to, I can't wear my mask because I'm, you know, busting my rear end out on the field, I'm breathing hard and heavy, and this mask makes it kind of like hard, if not impossibilistic, to breathe. Now, what are you going to say to those guys? I'm going to tell you that, okay, if you can't breathe when you come to the sideline, get on the oxygen, which is a mask. And once you've taken your oxygen, put the other mask on. If, it, if you have trouble breathing, get a face shield, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, Andy uh, Reed. a couple of coaches Andy Reid's got. Yeah. Well, I'd have to say, just based on what you said right there, I'm sure glad you were never my dad. But uh, <laughs> you'd hey. be grounded a lot. I can, <laughs> yeah, I can see it <laughs> <laughs> right there. So now, how beautiful, whether you like Cronky or not, how beautiful is that SoFi Stadium out there in Los Angeles, man? It's impressive, and yeah. and that's the one thing that that really pained me on Sunday night 
because I had tickets to be there. <laughs> really? And uh, and and I'm sitting there watching this game, yeah. and I'm like, man, it would have been cool to be inside that stadium. Yeah, but you couldn't be there. But you know, they had all the. Uh, I gotta ask you also. They don't you think that production, as far as the sounds and the sights and the everything of the game, they did a really good job to make that sound like a non-empty stadium, and so you got the excitement of the game. Yeah, and I think it's for the for the novice viewer, it's good. Yeah, and gives them something so they're not looking at a practice or a scrimmage. Sure, to give them some kind of sound. But when I was watching the New Orleans game yeah. against Tampa Bay, yeah. they had the sounds backwards. Like they were having the crowd yelling when when New Orleans had the ball when it should have been quiet and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, I don't know if, no, if Brady paid him off to do that, but <laughs> right. you know there was there was an issue there. So, right but on. I mean, all in all, yeah, they're doing a good job. Yeah. I, the, football is entertaining and yeah. it's on TV, and it was good. It was a good weekend for football. Mm-hmm. How about? I think the the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles need to find you know get the memo that a game is four quarters long. <laughs> Right. How about the the Bengals? How did they do with the Joe uh, the the first first round draft pick? Joe Burrow did yeah. a good job uh, for you know, and honestly, could have should have won. Oh, really? Um, they didn't win. Yeah, they came down to you know he got he moved the team down for the final play. They go to kick a field goal to win the game. They're yeah. inside. I think it was like thirty two yard line. Yeah, and their kicker pulls a quad as oh, he's boy. kicking the ball and shanks. Oh, shank. really? Yeah. Wow, so, that's you know, tough. He would have been the first quarterback in 18 years to win his first game. Wow, that's tough, man. But you can't fault the kicker, really, if he pulled a quad on that whole deal. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty bad. I mean, I was watching the game, and it's like, oh, yeah. wow, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. okay. Well, but all in all, Burroughs, I mean, yeah. he, 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 he's, he's in the pocket. He runs when he has to. Yeah. He's got a great arm. He's going to be, he, honestly, he's not going to be this year, but he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks going down the road. Let me uh, f- uh, finalize this thing with L.A. did beat the Cowboys, but how did either of those teams uh, look to you? The Cowboys got something going for themselves. L.A. are going to be all right in the new stadium there? What? Oh, yeah. Los Angeles is definitely, they're, they hit the ground running. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Brown, who, Todd Gurley, who? Yeah, um right. Goff's throwing the ball with consistency. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott running like crazy. Dak Prescott, not the most precise quarterback, yeah. um, holds the ball too long. Him and Aaron Donald met for quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem with Dallas is going to be going forward is they lost their tight end for the season and they lost their stud linebacker, Vander, Vander Gash, um, oh, for did. eight weeks with a broken co- collarbone. Oh, so they're in no trouble. Kidding. Ouch. No kidding. So they are in trouble, definitely. Well, that's a little bit of football perspective. What do you see as far as this Thursday night is concerned? Uh, concern? Was it the Bengals and the Browns? Yeah, the Battle of Ohio. Yeah. Um, you know, first, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield against Golden Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, I think ba- Baker's going to come out with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, being playing at home in Ohio, in Cleveland, I think they have a few more weapons on the ground to out to the Bengals, but I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, probably within three or four points. Hmm. All right, that's Carl Sides right there, one of our Smash Daily Outsiders handling football for you right here on WBGZ. Tell Tony I said hi, and I'll catch you down the line, partner. All right, we'll talk Friday and break down week two. You got it. You got to be a
if you wanna get a baby to bed, the fact that you are rich or handsome won't get you anything in purse. You gotta be a football hero to get along with the beautiful Standing six foot one, weighing. Are you out of your freaking mind? Five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The smash, the smash, big bad smash. Smash, smash, digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash. It's about five till six. Smash with you right here. Before I get out of here, I just wanted you to hear this. I'll be back on the back side here. So China continues to target Vion and we continue to expose China. The Wuhan virus was made in China in a lab at that register. We've been telling you about the possibility of this for months. Now, a Chinese virologist has confirmed it. The virus was made in a lab in China. The scientist says she has proof that this virus was made in the Wuhan lab. The virologist's name is Dr. Li Mengyan. She's been researching on the Wuhan virus since 2019. She was investigating suspected SARS-like cases coming out of Wuhan in December 2019. It was then that she found out about the Wuhan virus. Dr. Li Meng claimed that she had warned her boss about the human-to-human -human transmission of this virus. But she was told to keep quiet. This was when Dr. Li Meng was working with the Hong Kong School of Public Health. When the pandemic spread, she fled to the United States. And now she has broken her silence about her knowledge of the virus. The Chinese virologist has answered many questions and raised many others. First. Dr. Li Meng says that the lab that made the Wuhan virus is owned by the Chinese government. Second, Chinese officials knew about the human-to-human -human transmission of the virus. What they also knew is that the Wuhan virus has a high mutation rate, meaning an outbreak was imminent if the virus was not controlled. There was someone else who had knowledge of all of this the director of a lab affiliated with the WHO, the World Health Organization. So neither the Chinese government nor the WHO-affiliated lab did anything to sound an alarm. They watched quietly as the virus spelled chaos, first in China and then across the world. Dr. Li Meng claims that she had warned Chinese officials about the danger of the Wuhan virus. She also tried to tell the world about it, only to be threatened. What about the Wuhan wet market? Dr. Lee says the theory about the virus originating from the Wuhan wet market is a smokescreen, a diversion. And she's not the first person to point a finger at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In the month of March, the UK's former chief of intelligence service, Sir Richard Dearlove, also warned people to not dismiss the idea that this virus could have been made in a lab. Another scientist, Giuseppe Trito, has made similar claims in his recent book. He says the virus was, quote-unquote, genetically engineered in the Wuhan Institute of Virology's lab in a program supervised by the Chinese military. And who can forget the doctor from Wuhan, Li Wenliang, 
He had warned the Chinese authorities about the Wuhan virus. This was before he himself succumbed to it. How long can China hide these stories? How long can China steer the global narrative on the Wuhan virus? How long can it hide the origin of this virus? All fingers are now pointing at the Wuhan lab and the role of the Chinese officials is no secret. Now, I don't know when that came out, but I just got it today. So, this is one scientist, Chinese scientist, who says she indeed was there when this was being done. She had to leave because she couldn't stand the fact that people were going to die off this thing. She is granted exile here in the United States, and now she's talking. Question is, do you believe her or not? All right? Question is, do you believe her? Or is she possibly a ploy for the conservative side of things here in this election era? You know? Because I believe that this is Chinese germ warfare, and that's what I believe from the beginning of this whole deal. Beginning of this whole deal, and now near 200,000 people are dead. Around here. Jiminy Christmas. I tell you, Chinese germ warfare. But, you know, you can't say it because then you're a bad person because you don't want to be a quote-unquote racist towards the Chinese. It's not the Chinese people. It's the Chinese government. It's the Chinese military. It's a war going on, people. Well, that is it. You've been digging the smash. Smash daily style. For as long as you was able to tune in today. Performance time, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock, right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM. The Big Z. So until the next time, I am G-O-H-N gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one, no matter what that one happens to be.